I have this saying, why power over willpower? Mm. So why power will drive you every day to get up, to be disciplined and consistent and what you know truly you are called to do, what you feel, even your goal that you're going after. You're so driven by the why that it, things that are put in front of you, it, it doesn't take you off your path and you could sustain the pressure and you could sustain the struggle. But if you're only going on pure willpower, it will cave in at some point because you don't understand why you're doing it. So then how do you keep yourself in the game? I mean, when I've helped teams that are in last place, they're in last place. Why are they still having to come up and show up every day? Well, because they're the making of greatness. And I told them that they're the next best 30 for 30 that's going to be written. And in that, it's going to show how they're overcoming adversity. Well, guess what? That's for every single one of us. It doesn't matter what the scoreboard says today. We're driven by our why so we can get where we want to go tomorrow. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. This week's empowering guest is Coach Dar. Coach Dar is a board certified occupational therapist, a healthcare business executive, an author, speaker, and a badass mental conditioning coach for global leaders, CEOs, and elite athletes. She is so passionate about helping people break through their barriers to achieve their ultimate goals. Coach Jar was awarded the Most Inspiring Woman Award by the WNBA and has used her unique style of science, psychology, and achievement to help her clients achieve high levels of excellence in their lives. She is an advocate in the idea that leading a life of impact and fulfillment doesn't happen by accident, and I firmly back that up. If you're ready to raise the bar in your life and reignite your innate gifts, then you are going to love this episode. It is absolute fire. So in this episode, we discuss her inspirational backstory of overcoming a stroke at 25 and being left with a blood clot in her brain and her non-linear epic career journey. It is seriously very inspiring. We talk about how to cultivate authentic leadership. We discuss standards of excellence demonstrated by the world's highest ranked CEOs, leaders, and world-class athletes. We talk about the importance of resilience, the definition of it, and its partnership with the nervous system. We talk about the art of recovery and the power of pause. You will love that piece. We also talk about emulating the humble warrior confidence. This is a really powerful episode to take in at the top of the year. I strategically did that on purpose because, you know, I know at the top of the year, it's like you're fired up and you want to, you know, just really create an epic year for yourselves. And and that's going to require better out of you. And in that better, you're going to need to be more resilient. You're going to have to have more discipline. All of it is going to be ruled and led by your mindset. And that's why, Starting the year with Coach Jar on the podcast for you is literally, it's like a gift, you guys, um, for me as well. I love, love, loved this talk with her so much. I love taking in her energy, her expertise. She's just pure fire. So 
I know that this episode is going to give you incredible insights. They're going to help you use any of your challenges, your obstacles, seeing them as opportunities that will ignite and strengthen your own gifts. You all have gifts. It's just a matter of like tapping into them, right? So please do follow Coach Jar on um, Instagram. She has such a rad Instagram handle that is going to feed you more inspiration and just more support to help you live from this best. Um, Definitely check out her website, coachjar.com. All of this is in the show notes. She has a masterclass there that gives you four simple, powerful principles that will push you to raise the bar as a leader in your life and pursue excellence in every area of your life. So you definitely want to check that out. And as always, it would mean so much to me and my team if you would rate and review this podcast. If you have not already, we would love a five-star rating and review. You can actually rate the podcast now on Spotify, which is awesome too. Um, If this episode really just meant something to you and you took some things away from it that you feel are powerful, please share it on your Instagram stories. Tag Coach Dar, tag myself, uh, Blackwell PD as well. Again, all the handles. All of that good stuff is in the show notes. And you guys, I'm really excited to support you with all of my heart through this podcast and all the incredible guests that are lined up to come on the show for you to kick serious ass this year. Take it to another level because you know there's always another level that you can pull out of yourself. You know, I, I live in that same mindset and it's really just up to us to first believe that that's possible and then to implement the strategies that we need to achieve that. And my, my goal is to continue, you know, supporting you and your process in that way through the content of this podcast. So cheers to kicking ass. Now enjoy this incredible badass force of a woman that is coach star. Enjoy. You guys, before I hit play on this episode, I got to fill you in on one of my secret weapons that helps me to feel great and perform great in my life. I get asked this question all the time. How do you have so much energy? And the truth is, it's my entire lifestyle. But a major factor that plays into this energy is my morning ritual. That's right. That is my secret weapon. It's how I'm starting my days. How you start your day, you guys directly impacts how you are going to move throughout your day. So what I wanted to do to really support you to optimize your energy, to help you be very focused and drive yourself in the direction you want to move yourself throughout your day is I created a free downloadable 10 minute kick-ass energy morning ritual. That's right. Cause I know, I know not everybody has a ton of time every morning to designate to a morning practice, but even 10 minutes 10 minutes at the start of your day will make a major difference. I say it all the time, you guys, inches make the mile. So what do you get in this morning ritual? You get a five minute meditation that you can actually take in at any time of day. It's going to root you, center you, and help you just get very grounded and elevated within yourself. You're also going to get a free downloadable PDF with some action prompts just to help you build the habit of this ritual. So so there's some journal prompts in there. There's a movement prompt in there. There's some intentional nutrition prompts in there just to help you, you know, be very conscious about the way that you're driving your body and your nutrition throughout the day. Both are huge levers in how you're going to feel and perform. Another call to actions. All of this 
you can receive by entering your email. There's a link in the show notes, but this is also on blackbeltbeauty.com's homepage. I just made it easy for you by putting this link in the show notes. Put in your email and you will immediately get the meditation and PDF sent to you. I did this because I want you to feel great and perform great in your life. And honestly, you guys, my morning ritual is truly that. It is a secret weapon. It's how I sharpen my sword and how I strengthen my shield and prepare for battle. Whatever life's going to throw at me or whatever I'm, you know, putting myself in, in terms of being in the arena, you know, seek the fight every day. I know that I'm going to be better capable after I have done this morning ritual. So check it out. Let me know if it serves you. DM me on Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty's Instagram. I can't wait to hear what you think and what you feel after practicing this morning ritual. All right. I mean, there's no better person who would understand what I'm about to say right now. Coach Dar, we're about to have a high performance conversation. Mm-hmm. I have limited time with you and I am going to be as efficient and as effective as I possibly can. So first, let me thank you so much for making time to be here with me and with all of us. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. And this honor, it's an honor. I've been looking forward to this. So, and I can't wait to just get going on our conversation because our last conversation, I was like, <laughs> We could talk for like four more hours. (laughs) Seriously, you're pure fire. And I just, I feel like, you know, so much of what you do and your messaging is so important. And we're going to dive into all that. But I feel that um, where we are right now in our society, in the world, I just, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's extra value. And I really want to just kind of turn up the volume on what it is that you do and what you share and, and the impact that you're making in the world, because I know that it's going to serve everybody who takes, who takes you in your pep talk. So let's start with, you know, you have a very, you have a lot of career capital, like a very cool, um, you know, everything connects, but you, Mm -hmm. you, you haven't had this linear uh, you know, pathway to arrive where you are occupational therapist, speaker, yeah. high performance, mental edge coach. Um, I mean, you even had um, a period of, of your career life in the, in a record label and like so many things. And so if you're cool with it, I think it's important to actually um, just, you know, just like briefly kind of walk us through that um, evolution. And the reason for that is because I feel that in you bringing that to surface here, it will put us into a lot of important areas of of conversation that really highlight what makes you the badass that you are. Yeah. (laughs) All five, two of it. (laughs) I got two more inches on you. We're in that same, you know, it's pure, pure fire. You don't need to be bigger. We're bigger in here. Well, fun size. It's total fun size. Perfect. Totally. um, But yeah, you know what? I love that you started with this because here's the thing. So often, because people sometimes struggle with this perfectionism, and if it's not right, then I'm not going to do it. It's got to be perfect. And I got to have the perfect plan so I know where I'm going. And it's, you know, and it's like, hold up. Like, life is not like that. And usually it looks like spaghetti thrown on the wall. And you're like, you look back, you're like, oh, that all makes sense. But when you're going through it, you're like, what in the world? (laughs) So my path, while I've had a lot of experience and a lot of different things, which thankfully gives me, like you said, this career capital, which is really 
a greater understanding. So when I'm working with people, it doesn't matter whether it's athletes, executives, entrepreneurs, teens, it doesn't matter who it is. The bottom line and the consistent theme for me is I'm helping them step into their greatness, like awaken their greatness. And that comes from the baseline, my foundation, which is I started out and I still am an occupational therapist. My foundation in my training is I'm board certified and I specialize in neuro. I specialize in the brain. And my training came from helping brain injured patients. I taught in this. And the whole basis for this was, you know, patients like you or I, that literally they're life is turned upside down by a major accident or something trauma to the brain. And you have to come in after they're stabilized. They still may be in a coma or they're coming out of it and they're going through healing, which means a lot of challenges. And you're their coach. You're their therapist. You're helping with their cognition, their physical, their emotional. You're helping with the function and dysfunction of the family, all of it. And you have to be the calm in the storm through it all. And the motivator to be like, you are not giving up. You're going to keep going. This is the plan. So we create plans, you know, to get them to go every day and how to advance it. And it was literally the catalyst that I built everything off of because no matter whether you're in the hospital or you're in life, there is chaos, there is dysfunction, there are challenges, there's mental health challenges, there's just our mindset and belief challenges. There's all these things that we go through, whether you're a leader, an athlete, a student, you know, an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter who it is. And it all comes down to the consistent theme of how am I going to help you shift your mindset so that you could step into what you're gifted in. Stay in the lane of your gifts and you will thrive. Get out of that and you'll have confidence issues all the time. Not that you don't doubt yourself, but if you are trying to be someone you're not and you're trying to step into a gift that you don't have, of course, you're going to have challenges on that. But we'll get into that. So in doing that, I, you know, grew myself in my career in that area. And then in, gosh, while I was doing that at 25, that's when I had my first stroke and I was left with a blood clot in my brain. And I share this always in the story because that was another catalyst where I was like told that because of this blood clot and they didn't want to operate it, if it dislodged, I could die any day. And the irony of that is I'm working with the patients and then I experience it. I didn't have paralysis, but I had other symptoms. And I was like, this, the irony, of this is crazy. And I'm just like, wow, you know what? I knew I needed to have empathy, but I didn't think I needed to have this much empathy. <laughs> You're like, so, thanks. Uh, All right. Hello. But you know what? It was one of those things where I lost a lot of fear in the sense of if I, if you get told that you kind of were like, well, then I'm going to go live, like, let's go. Yeah. And it fast forwarded me to want to be able to learn leadership, learn business. I wanted to, I applied for a job at the hospital that I was not qualified for at 25, nor had the education for it, but I had a mentor and she let me come in COO of the hospital. And she's like, let her come in and talk to me. And she gave me the guidance and the wisdom. You know, it's always someone else that's helping us to get where we are today. And so then that's when I went back to school for business. And then at 28, I was running a healthcare company. And then I was helping run with a record label and I was helping with a staffing company. And then in 2008, I started my own practice because that's when the world kind of was hitting turmoil. And I saw people really giving up and losing hope. And I was saying to them, I help people with their mental faculties truly impaired overcome extreme odds and find a new way you losing your job or what we're going through is nothing that we can't overcome. It's about how you see it in perspective. 
And so the theme in all the jobs that I've had has been helping the human spirit come alive. It's been helping people see a way where they might not have seen a way. It's helping people believe in a vision. So the theme has been consistent. I help people consistently build resilience, shift their mindsets, believe in themselves and step into their greatness. And it doesn't matter what arena you put me in because a human has a brain and a heart and I'm going to work with both of them and we're going to we're going to get you to step into it. So that's, it's, it's a longer story, but I wanted to condense it for you. Uh, no, I mean, oh my goodness. It's, it, you, you, it's beautiful what you just shared. And honestly, it's, um, I have so much respect for your process. Um, and there's a lot to actually unpack there. One thing that I want to pull on is, uh, <laughs> when you you say, you know, I have a lot of empathy, but I didn't know I need that much. Right. And I think that's really interesting to point out because, um, I know in my own life, in my coaching and my mentoring, it's interesting what I coach and what I lead and, and we'll tear into some pieces of that. Cause I really want to get your perspective um, sure. on like authenticity, self-love yeah. things of that nature. There are so many points, uh, in the past and even still to this day where, I'll be hit with a major challenge. And I literally look at this and I'm like, but I'm supposed to experience this. And here's why, because to authentically lead you, you need to be leading by example. You need to be Mm -hmm. leading from wisdom and experience. So turning it back to you, you know, when you're talking about the brain and the heart and the resilience and the fortitude and grit, Mm -hmm. which we're about Mm -hmm. totally going to impact the leadership you have had to, and, and continue to, you've had to, uh, you know, move through all of that in your own life, doing exactly. it powerfully doing, you know, so it makes perfect sense to me that first of all, and let me just say this, look, there's a lot of people who do, you know, aspect like coaching and mentor and therapy, but then there's some people who really stand out when they speak, there's a fire. I always say like, like the earth shakes. Because to me, anyways, it's authentic. You feel it. It's not the school that you went to or the book that you read or the, I mean, that's all great. I value education, higher learning, but it's really like, you can tell that that person is speaking from their root chakra. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that is you, like that is so you. So let me, let's, let's, let's move into, to this, um, you know, first of all, you know, the, the individuals that you coach and you mentor, we're talking about some of the most elite level performers in the world. And I Mm -hmm. find, um, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with people at this level, they are already, I mean, their standards, their mentality, their behaviors, their approaches, are legit. And like the great, I think easy analogy is like for someone like me to lose five pounds, it's a lot of work because my body fat's low. My training is on point. My diet's on point. So it's like to tinker, it's a game of inches, right? Yeah. So for someone like you to be working with these, you know, this caliber of individuals, businesses to take them, they're already at the highest, highest level. And then to take them to the next level that's huge. That's major. And I don't think that's an easy task. So I would love to talk about some of the, you know, the through line, let's start with attributes. Can you share some of the attributes, like the most common attributes, uh, that you have found in these elite level performers that you mentor and coach? 
you know what? They have such a level, they have such a high level of excellence. Like it already, their standard, their bar for excellence is above par from most of the world. You know, how they get up to train, how they get up to show up, what they're doing. So they are in there and they're intrinsically motivated. They don't need the extrinsic motivation. Now that's nice. The praises, the, you know, salaries, all that. They are driven so much more by this level of excellence and intrinsic motivation. And you see that in the greats of anything they do. They don't have to be told what to do. They're already on it and doing it. If they mess up, by the way, they're like, my bad. And they're already trying to fix it to get better. And so, and you have to remember a lot of these from top, top level executives to the pro athletes that I work with, you know, they're in film review every day. Their performance is literally shown to the world that night and the next day, and they have to perfect it, get better, you know, digest this information, process it emotionally, and then get back on and keep going. So they operate at a faster speed. They're intrinsically motivated already. And they just have this level of excellence that's a standard that is probably someone's like five times up level. That's their entry level already. Yeah, no, I love that. I talk about intrinsic motivation all the time because literally it was a post yesterday. It's a, it's a thirst that I can't quench and it has nothing to do with the external. It's so like, you know, and can, and that actually bridges into an area that I would love your perspective on. You know, I always say like compassion is a, is a high performance tool, right? Because you cannot be learning and judging at the same time and to, to really get better and to gain that extra inch, we need to be open. We need to be receptive. We need to be able to move us through, you know, maybe a mistake or, or some kind of, you know, where, wherever it is that we can be getting better. So Mm -hmm. with your, with your, you know, clients and, 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 and those that you support, can you speak to that, you know, open-mindedness, that compassion piece? Like, how does that look like in, in their own lives? Because I find this, I find that people are so, it's so much easier to judge, but where does that take you? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because a lot of these high performers from the outside world, there's already judgment that life is already so good. There's just judgment. There's judgment on every level on them. And I just want to say this. They're some of the most amazing people. I feel blessed to be around people who are striving to be better every day because a lot of people don't necessarily do that on a general basis. And for anyone listening, you know, no matter where you work or what you're doing, someone's relying on you. Someone's expecting you to come in to be your best. Like it's your thank you back for getting life today to show up with excellence. Like come in with that mindset and already do it. And don't be the person that holds someone else to a standard that you won't hold to yourself. So now going back to these great, amazing people, they, they truly do have compassion. They want to help not only their teammates, but they want to serve in their community and they have compassion for even what their fellow teammates are going through. And there's, there's vulnerability is getting to be something that they're getting more and more comfortable with. And with that vulnerability comes more compassion. I love that. And we're seeing grow on every level of who the person is, of how they live their life of, you know, um, helping them through adversity. When they fall down, they're like, Hey man, I've been there too. Let's bounce back up together. It's, it's beautiful what's happening. And the, they, 
these people are human beings that have real lives and real emotions and they're trying their best every day. So the judgment that's put on them, I feel is very harsh, but I love that they rise to the occasion and they stand up and they just keep showing us what excellence looks like. Yeah. I mean, saying that just makes me think of my, one of my favorite all time quote statements, you know, man in the arena. It's like yeah. the spectators, you know what I mean? It's like, just, ugh, I can't even pay attention to you because I'm over here with blood on me on my knees and I'm still getting back up and doing it. And that, you know, that's yeah. like, you're, you're, yeah. you know, they're performing on that level. And I, right. I find that, you know, you know, just compassion can sound, um, weak or soft or fragile, but really it's what, you know, I always say like, you can't snap a string. It's what actually builds into another big, uh, you know, focus point of conversation that I want to have with you, but I believe that it really lends to stronger resilience, Mm -hmm. right? Cause you're, yeah. if you're judging yourself and beating yourself up or being hard on your teammate or whatever, like you're not going to recover well and yeah. to keep moving forward. So we, yeah. can we talk about resilience? Cause I know this is a hot oh. topic with you. <laughs> Hello. You got two hours. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Resilience. Yeah. I mean, resilience is everything. We have got to build this resilient muscle more and more. And I know we just went through hardship in this world and we still are, and we're building this grit and we're building this resilience. But there's also a thing where people are, are not dealing with something because they don't want to feel the pain of it or they're avoiding it, or they do the fight or flight, whatever it may be. But in doing all of that, you never get to build the muscle. You never get to build this resiliency. Resiliency is not about being so strong. You don't feel it. Resiliency is facing it, feeling it, and then moving forward through it after you've been working through it. That's what resiliency is about. So this facade of like, I'm going to stop this emotion. I'm just going to fight it. And I'm going to just like not deal with it. That's not going to build your resiliency muscle. But when you face it and you feel it, you can move forward through it. And that's how you start to build resiliency. Just like you build a muscle, you have to tear the fibers. You have to add more stress to your muscle in order to keep growing it. That's what, where we keep building resiliency. So just like you said, problems are opportunities for you. Heck yeah. Because as you do that, you're like, this is working for me. I'm getting stronger and I'm building more resiliency. So when I hit that next hardship, guess what? I'm going to feel it. I'm going to be able to process it faster. I'm going to bounce back faster. I'm going to get back in the game faster. And that's what I teach my clients is that we're not running from this. Heck no. We're like facing this, bring it on. Let's work through it. Cause then guess what? I know next time you're like, coach, I got this. I know what to do now. And we're teaching that person to fish. You know, that analogy, teach a person to fish and then they'll eat for life. Well, truly we're teaching them how to fend for themselves so they could stand back up in this world because it's going to hit you hard again and again and again. That's just what it is. So building resiliency in our children and building resiliency in our world and in our companies. Yes, you create safe spaces, but not so much that you removed all obstacle. You know, the obstacle is the opportunity. So give them the ability to work through the obstacle. Do not remove all obstacles from people and let people figure out how to solve problems and work through it. And then you'll build much more resilient teams, much more resilient leaders, and we'll have healthier families. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's so powerful. And, you know, I... 
one thing that I love about you, you know, your background is, in, um, you know, just in the, 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 the focus of neuro, I, you know, I'm a neuroscience geek. I just got certified in applied neuroscience and brain health. And it's just the beginning for me because I love it so much. And I find yeah. that, you know, when you're talking about, um, you know, just like to take anybody, whether you're an elite performer or somebody who wants to be, you know, in that lane, we have to be looking at, you know, our lifestyle and specifically, and this is something I want to talk to you about, you know, what's the relationship that you have with your nervous system? It's not just all like, oh, positive thinking, (laughs) (laughs) right? And I, 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 there's so much of that. And it's like, hold on. No, like, how are you sleeping? What, what is the information that you're taking in? And, you know, are you breathing? Well, like, can you maybe speak to some of the, you know, when you're talking about resilience and, you know, in my language, it's like, you're seeking the fight, you're moving towards the challenge, right? Because, you know, on the other end of it is a growth expansion and really an experience that you, you want to, to possess in your life. Um, when you, when you're, clients and, um, individuals that you coach and mentor are in, I know this is broad, but just to give our listeners and viewers, maybe some kind of right here, right now tool. Yeah. What is something that you can offer them, whether it's, you know, a mindset component, a breathing, it's just something to kind of look and pay attention to if they find themselves, uh, you know, when they find themselves is a better way to say it in a challenge spot, um, just to help them kind of take that step forward because there's, I think more often than not, people don't take the step forward. They, they retreat. Right. Right. And we want them moving, moving forward. Lots to unpack right there. I know nervous system. And so I want to talk about the nervous system, the power of recovery. And I want to talk about how to move forward is actually to pause for a second. So one, let's talk about the nervous system. So we are revved up. We are constantly in a revved up state. Our adrenals are like off with like shot, you know? (laughs) And so this point that we're just going and going and going without pausing, without taking time, without that quietness, it's why so many people talk about meditation, talking about mindfulness, talking about just quiet time. There's a, you know, the art of recovery and rest needs to be a bigger topic than just grind, 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 go, 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 react, react, react. It's not doing yourself good. And if you truly want to reach this optimal level of functioning, you have to then reset and learn that recovery has to be a part of this. You cannot get to your peak highest level, which you're, you know, really never getting to, you're always optimizing as a Navy SEAL just told me, Brian, I, I was like, that's beautiful. And in saying that you have to find a way to recover. So if you want to look at top athletes, they go and play all out their game, right? Then what's the first thing they do as soon as they're done, they're icing, they're doing infrared light, they're cold plunging, they're practicing, you know, working on their sleep. They do a lot of around sleep performance. So the same goes for you and I, and everyone listening. You want to be able to optimize your schedule by going all in on the things you need to, but also planning recovery time, which could be quiet time, which could be, you know, even in your exercise, how are you going to recover from that stretching yoga, whatever it is. So we have to work on working on regulating our nervous system through breath work, through pausing, through stopping, through just even taking inventory. What's my body doing? You know, am I, am I tense? Can I just relax for a second? This mindfulness of just taking an inventory of our state will help regulate our nervous system. 
this process of taking just a breath will regulate our nervous system because what we're doing is we're actually taking control of things that we feel like we're completely out of control on. So, okay. Yes. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. So I just, I really, this is important because we have more control of our nervous system than we think. And you will actually become more optimized and reach higher levels. That's on the nervous system. The next is I want to talk about this power. Uh, another therapist has shared there's the power of the pause. So, in order to optimize and give people a tool, a tool you could do is when you hang up from a call that you were just on. So, we're, you know, this world is still virtual in a lot of ways, or even if you're in person and you're going meeting to meeting, call to call, whatever's happening, practice to practice, game to game. You go, 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 and you never stop. Well, just before I got on with you, it's been going all morning. I just stopped for a second and I practiced. It could literally be within seconds. You practice the power of the pause. And I get rooted in saying, okay, I'm closing what just I just finished on. And I'm mentally stepping into what I'm about to engage in on. When I do this, I now am ready and present to engage in the moment that I'm about to step in. And this is all that matters right now because the power of presence and being presence is one of the greatest gifts we give not only ourselves, but then everyone that's around us, because there's nothing worse than when you're sitting with someone, you could feel them like literally in the path meeting or game or conversation they were in. They're not here. You're like, hello, <laughs> the reason I'm sitting here with you right now, because you're like either there or you're already thinking about what's next. That doesn't feel good. And if we want to help the world, by the way, it's about seeing and hearing people, which means being present. You want to help the mental health challenge, be more present. And that will also help our nervous systems, yours and mine. (laughs) So it's like a gift that keeps on giving. So honestly, it's like, this is seems so little, but it is trying to get people to just take this action and practicing the power of this pause for a second and get reset. You know, if so, whoever, if someone's listening and you're in the middle of a game, it went bad, reset, get back into that play, pause for a second. You're listening and you're about to, you've had a stressful day at work and you're about to enter into your home or from your office into the family room. If you're just walking a room over, pause and say like, I've, I've clo- I'm closing it out now. The only thing I could give is give my energy at this moment to who's in front of me. Is that your family? Is that your friends? Whatever, do it. Or if you just want to stop what you're doing and you're alone, finish, close what you're doing and then going, I'm going to be intentional about just sitting and being quiet or playing with my dog or going for a walk, just find ways to shut down what you just did to be present in the current moment. And that's the power of one breath, one ability to be mindfulness of where you are and getting present. So empowering, so empowering. And I really love that it's supporting this. um, In addition, really, it works together, you know, the refractory period, right? Like, so, you know, stimulus happens, you get, you know, sucker punched. How long does it take you to get to baseline? Right. And maybe, and this is probably really important to say, I would love you to speak about this, but I always talk about like inches, make the mile repetition, repetition, repet. Don't expect this to just be like this cure all like right away, because can you speak to the importance of repetition? Yes. Yeah. Consistency. (laughs) That's what I was just going to say. Repetition Consistency. So for everyone listening, we've heard this over and over, but consistency wins. Consistency, good habits that you want to have, because consistency on bad habits is going to make consistent bad habits <laughs> choices. Be consistent in good habits that you want to start putting in place and understand this is a process 
and you're running a marathon in this, it's not a sprint. So when you're going to put these in actions, understand you may not get results the first day. By the way, it's really easy sometimes to do things for a week. You're like, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, let's ha- how about four weeks, one year? How you doing? And you want <laughs> you like celebrate the small wins, but be consistent and have a plan because without that consistency, it won't become that automatic. And one of my favorite, favorite books is uh, Atomic Habits. And mm. Atomic Habits by James Clear. I love it, but it's the whole thing about these habits that just become like, they're just normal for us. And there's ways to do that, put in. So consistency is key. Put these, just to practice the power of the pause. You've got to do this a lot. And by the way, you're going to get triggered and you're going to be like, I didn't pause at all. I just totally reacted. Okay, bring it back. Have some EQ, some self-awareness. Check yourself, say sorry if you need to, and then change your behavior and try again and try again. People believe in the people that are willing to try again and get back up. But if you don't allow them to, and you're not showing consistency, they're not going to believe that you actually want to make a true change. So be consistent. I mean, it's yes. It, I, I always say like, consistency is a magic pill. You know, everyone wants a magic pill. It's consistency. And it's actually <laughs> partnered with this other really important topic that I want to pick your brain at, which is discipline. And I, I find that discipline is a champion's best friend. Like it yeah. is essential. Yeah. I love it. Um, it. It's so much to where it's like, I don't even feel like I'm a disciplined woman. However, if I zoom out and look at me, it's like, okay, sure I do. You know, and it certainly has helped me to develop really powerful and empowering habits um, that have shaped my life. So can you speak to, you know, the importance of discipline and even just how you see that implemented into, you know, the individuals that you, you coach and your mentor, like how that plays out in their life. I mean, really these magic pills of consistency and discipline are the magic pill, but it's, um, it's a lot of work because people were in a, one of my good friends, Harry Martin said, we're in a comfort crisis. Okay. Yes. And it's that everyone wants everything. So they're so comfortable that they never push themselves. They're never pushing extremes. They're not getting disciplined on things, but then you don't get results. So you can't complain if you're not doing the work and you're not being disciplined about it. The discipline is structure, you know, and if you could look at it as when you're raising a child, they need structure in order to know what healthy boundaries are, in order to know what health looks like. If you just let a kid go rogue, they're going to hurt themselves because <laughs> they don't know better. I mean, I would have eaten candy for like days all night until you get sick. But if someone's got to put the, you know, the barriers, that's the thing for ourselves. Like we're not meant to go rogue on things. We're meant to actually have some structure and discipline because it's healthy for us because our brain, if left to just its own demise, it will lit. I mean, it's its own device. We will, it will take us down. So you want to be able to create this discipline of creating this structure in your day that it becomes routine. And then it, that is how you start to create the consistency and every great leader and great performer and great. Anything athlete has discipline. They eat the same thing or what works for their body. They are consistent in how they show up at their practices. They're consistent at the game. They're consistent in their recovery. They don't miss that. They're consistent in their schedule. I mean, I traveled with the Phoenix Suns all over. It's consistent with everything and what we do from nap time to video time to play time to recovery time. Everything's scheduled. Your whole life is scheduled. 
And then you get yeah. off season and you get a little bit of play, but then guess what you do? You get back on schedule because that's what your body actually needs, even from recovery. So it doesn't sound sexy, but I promise yeah. you, if you put the discipline, the consistency, you will reap such rewards that ironically will give you freedom. Yeah. That's one of my favorite quotes from Jocko Willink is like discipline equals freedom. And it's, it is yeah. true, you know, like easiest example, holidays come around. I don't have any roller coaster food right. diet issues. Cause it's just kind of like my lifestyle, my nutritional right. habits or what they are. And right. that is so liberating versus that constant. Cause I I've had that before in my life, you know, yeah. I'm 43 now, yeah. like yeah. I'm doing this for a minute. So, um, but you know, something to point out, I think that's really important too, is yes, it doesn't sound sexy. Um, it's certainly offering, but what do you, um, almost rhetorical question, but <laughs> I just want to hear you speak to this. What's the driver? of discipline. Cause that's important. Okay. I know that right away because ultimately it becomes your why. And I have this saying why power over willpower. Mm. So why power will drive you every day to get up, to be disciplined and consistent and what you know, truly you are called to do what you feel, even your goal that you're going after. You're so driven by the why that it, things that are put in front of you, it, it doesn't take you off your path and you could sustain the pressure and you could sustain the struggle. But if you're only going on pure willpower, it will cave in at some point because you don't understand why you're doing it. So then how do you keep yourself in the game? I mean, when I've helped teams that are in last place, they're in last place. Why are they still having to come up and show up every day? Well, because they're the making of greatness. And I told them that they're the next best 30 for 30 that's going to be written. And in that, it's going to show how they're overcoming adversity. Well, guess what? That's for every single one of us. It doesn't matter what the scoreboard says today. We're driven by our why so we can get where we want to go tomorrow. And when you're driven by that why, you will show up because mine is driven by my mission, which is to awaken greatness in people every day. So now by my third stroke, which was three years ago, I'm like a champ in this. I'm like, got this. Let's go. Like, if I can't do it this way, I'm going to do it this way, meaning I'm going to figure out how to help awaken greatness in others, no matter what circumstances happen to me, because that why drives me far more than, than the circumstances. And that's what creates the, the better outcome. And that's what gets people up in the morning. That's why you're a purifier. I'm telling you, like, it's just like, it's so good. You know, I've heard you speak to something really cool, like just your kind of framework and um, almost like illustration around this concept of like, you know, not every year is a championship year. And I yep. think it's just really rad um, and, and valuable to, to, to put into this conversation because um, you know, there's, there's levels, there's, there's process. And, you know, because here's the thing so often People can become, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just lose motivation, lack yeah. uh, confidence, because if mm -hmm. they're not hitting the mark, you know, or winning mm -hmm. right out the gate, but it's this whole picture and process situation. That's so important to realize. Yeah. Can you please, um, elaborate on that? Yeah. And it, it, the, the greatest way to say this is the power of perspective. You have the ability to shift your perspective in any situation at any time. So. We are all not going to have championship years. I mean, let's just look at the fact that there are some teams that have never made it to the Super Bowl or the World Series or the NBA Finals, you know, um, or the Stanley Cup. They've never made it, but they still keep showing up. Why? Because they're driven by their why. They're driven. So you have to understand that in all of that, we're all not going to have 
top 10 years in our life. Adversity comes. So when you're in that season, because it is a season, it doesn't last forever. When you're in that season, you really have to shift your perspective and go, okay, while this isn't going to be necessarily a championship year, it's going to be my growth year then. So flip the script on how you see it. And when you reframe the game, which is reframing the perspective, that's what I call it, is that you're able to then see it in a different way. And now you use it for fuel to move you forward then, rather than being pulling you back. And that's all by how you reframe it. Oh, it's so good. I mean, I, it's like everything in life is really how you're looking at it, right? So yeah. that perspective and that ability to pivot and to, you know, just approach it that way, I think is so valuable because right. again, it, it, otherwise it's like, you know, people can just, it could be really easy to not keep driving forward, sure. but that's yeah. Well, anyways, well, and, and uh, it's, it's this theory in that a bad day does not mean a bad week does not mean a bad month does not mean a bad year. Okay. And even by the way, a bad year, which a lot of people had does not mean it's a bad life. It's yeah. just a time and a season. So get through the season Start, you know, you're working your label, you'll bear the fruit later and just keep your eye on that and keep the vision in that. That's where I the hope that. is. No, totally. And hope is yeah. so, if you don't have hope, you're kind of just here and dying slowly. Mm-hmm. I have a whole concept around like, I don't even like it or bad because there's nothing to learn. And I want to always be learning. So I have this higher, hard perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just going to be a lot harder. And sometimes you're going to be like on a high, but in yeah. the hard, there's something you can yeah. extract and, and a lot you can extract. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. gain from. So, no, I just, I love that whole mentality perspective and approach that you have and that you share with, um, you know, your, your, your clients. Um, one thing that's really prominent in my coaching and my mentoring, I know in my community subject that my, my girls come to me a lot for, to, you know, to fortify, to develop is, um, self-confidence, true self-confidence. And, um, you know, this is really, it's a big subject. Um, one aspect of the subject that I want to, uh, get your perspective on is I'm a firm believer that to have true self-confidence. And I put so much emphasis on true because it's not the confidence that is, it's not pseudo. It's not reliant on external validation, anything like that. Right. It's, it's, you're cultivating it from your own yourself and from your experience. One major component from my observation, from my own experience is to operate with authenticity. (laughs) I would love for you to riff on authenticity and the importance of that and really how that connects, you know, into the self-confidence conversation and even leadership, because leadership is obviously a huge focus in in your business and your life. Yeah. Well, authenticity is about truly being willing to stand in the, the gifts that you have, knowing that no one's perfect, but, and you're not afraid to be open to things that you know and you don't know. But where authenticity starts to create self-confidence is that when I said that before, when you stand in the lane that you're gifted in and you try not to be a copycat of something else, you can totally own your power in that. I mean, like, it's amazing. So I'll say to people all the time, I might've worked in the music business. I can't sing If I mean, I love singing. I've literally sang on stage to thousands of people like, oh my goodness, with the song, and I am tone deaf. I mean, I don't even, it's terrible. 
So, but what I'm saying in that is um, confidence is also being able to laugh at yourself. But the, the part of <laughs> yes. that my, I'm not going to turn around and just say like, you know what? I want to go be a music singer. I want to go get a, uh, you know, a uh, label to sign me. Like what? I'm never going to be confident in that. I don't have the giftedness in that. So number one, in order to be truly self-confident and then step in to be totally vulnerable and authentic in who you are, really own the gifts you have and let go of the things that you're trying to copy that are not part of your makeup. You know, this whole theory of you could be anything you want, hold up. I cannot go be a singer. I can't. It's not in me. I Guess what? I'm 5'2". You think I'm going to be in the WNBA? <laughs> no, probably not. So I love this. Here, if I was like, you could, Dar, you know what? You can go be a WNBA <laughs> player. You go do that. Do anything. Like, you're going to waste years of my life from <laughs> taking me from my greatness, right? So in saying that, own the gifts that you have, you know, stay in the zone that you've been gifted in and then make that strength so strong that you could stand in any room and you could stand there confidently because guess what you're bringing you, you're bringing you and what, you know, you could put me in the white house. You could put me in a locker room. You could put me in an elementary school. You could put me anywhere and I'm only bringing Dar and what I know <laughs> Anything else. I can't bring it. So, and when I do that, and people are like, you nervous? I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm excited. I'm excited what's going on, but I'm only bringing what I know. And that always has given me the confidence. And then from a spiritual standpoint, I believe in God and I feel like he gave me this gift. So I stand in what I call a God confidence. I'm like, hey, he gave it to me. I'm owning it. It's like a superpower. It's like wings. <laughs> like Red Bull. So when you own it, you know what? You could show up in original art is much more expensive than a copycat. So gosh, if I could tell mm. anyone, like, don't try to copy someone else. Don't idolize anyone else. Respect them. Respect their gifts. Respect what they have. But then turn that respect on yourself. Have self-respect on, damn, the things that you've grown and the things you worked on so hard. And own that. And not in a cocky way, but in a humble warrior a warrior, a humble warrior. Those warriors that are humble warriors, they're so confident. They don't have to look at me. They don't need to bring all the attention. They're just so confident in who they are. They just show up and it happens. So be that, emulate that, respect that. And that's how you have that authentic power within you. And then, you know, when struggles come, it's not that it's not hard. You're just like, all right, I know how to do this. Let's go. <laughs> that was you my risk. I'm you are speaking. Sorry. No, I'm like, everyone who knows me is like, oh my God, are they related? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get a little, no, you're speaking to my soul. No, it's so, so empowering. And it's just, it's perfect. It's so true. And again, like I said, at the top of this conversation, needing to turn the volume up on your voice and your messaging, because that to me, what you just shared is so valuable to people. And it is so empowering. You know, when you say, and I've actually referenced the same, I love the elementary school. I didn't put that in, but I always say like, I can walk into any room. I don't care who's in that room. And I'm going to hold my head up high. And it's not a cocky thing. Yeah, it's no. ownership of self. It's just yeah. knowing who I am, yeah. not trying to be anything else 
just owning that and then presenting that. And then that's Mm -hmm. what I love too, is this, is this, when I say true self-confidence, this is confidence that nobody can take from you because you didn't extract it from anybody. It's just you as you. And that's like, to me, the most legit level of confidence. So thank you for that epic. Have that. I literally want everyone to have that. Like just, yeah. Yeah. Well, you are certainly contributing in that way and, and, and supporting, I mean, everybody just right now, that's, that's a major soundbite. So, okay. Time high performance. Cause I know I got a couple more minutes with you. So before I move into kind of final parts of, of this amazing conversation, and I, I'm, I'm already going to ask you to come back. Um, you've, you've got a lot of things going on. I know you have a new show and yeah, um, yeah there's a lot of things that I, and what's funny is like, I feel like you haven't even scratched the surface. Like you have so much more to do. Oh <laughs> man. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I know it. And I'm on your team. Um, oh. So before we move into the, the end, is there anything that you haven't spoke to? Uh, maybe it's something that you wish more people would kind of present to you to speak about just something doesn't have to be anything because we've already talked about a lot of empowering things, but if there is something that you would like to kind of leave in this conversation, um, please do share. Hmm. I think I just feel inspired to say that many people feel right now that they're hitting a wall and that they don't know how to go. And they don't know if they even should, because I deal in the mental health space too. And so I don't know why, but this is on my heart to say, I promise you, whatever was your hardest day before, if you think about that, you got through it and you'll get through whatever has been, it's hard right now. You just have to get up and create some momentum because it's in this momentum and the small wins that you start to gain back that confidence, which means you've got to get up, which means, yes, you got to go shower. (laughs) You got to shower. You got to get out of your yoga pants. You got to get out of the house at some point because here's the deal. We didn't come into this world to just get everything we need. We came because we have a gift and that someone needs the very thing you have. They need it. You are the answer to someone else's prayers. You are the answer to someone else's problem. I promise you that, but you need to show up. That could be you happen to be in a literally in the line at the grocery store. It could be that you showed up at a conference. You're like, why the hell am I here right now? You could be listening to this podcast and then hopefully go and talk to someone. You're like, I don't know, but I just heard this. I feel like you need it. It's called pay it forward inspiration. Go take the gift that you have, get up and start working on it daily. Like we said, hone those strengths that you already have and then use it to meet the world's needs and the world's needs might be the people that are around you. So your purpose is using your gift to meet the world's needs and that's where you find it. So honor that and step into it and get back up. Get back up. That's what I just feel like I need someone to hear right now. That's, oh my goodness. I don't know. My heart is, no, yeah. it's, it's so, you're channeling, you're channeling, yeah. you know? Yeah. I love yeah. it. No, it's so <laughs> legit. Thank you for that. That was so powerful and beautiful. Okay. So one of the questions I love to ask my guests are if you had a magic wand and I feel mm-hmm. like you do, and you could give the masses one positive habit that would have a very large ripple effect on their life. What would it be and why? Mm. I feel like I have two, but I got to pick one. So I'm going to go with, I, cause I just happened to speak on it this morning, gratitude. 
the magic wand would be remembering that as John Gordon would said, we get to, we don't have to. When you start shifting your brain to gratitude and just that there's so much that you have to be blessed for and there's so much to be grateful for instead of what you lack and don't have. When you're in the state of gratitude, you will receive more. When you are in the state of fight and lack, you block everything that's meant to come. So stepping into really channeling being more of a grateful person with a grateful mindset and attitude and not just on a morning basis, but all day basis. I get in the car and I'm driving. I'm like, thank you so much for this. Like I'm constantly trying to put out gratitude and it's an energetic quantum physics. It puts out a vibration. So there's like, oh, that's a whole nother story, but you know, <laughs> to stay in a state of gratitude. And I really believe it'll shift your mindset. Cause even when I work with athletes and they're in a lull and I'll say, remember, you get to do this. You don't have to. And when you could shift to that, you'll find freedom in that. And you'll actually find having fun in it. And you know, that there's more blessings than we have, um, than stressors. So just look at that. I love it. So important. Thank you. Okay. Rapid fire words. And then I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to throw them really fast at you because (laughs) this is so much fun. Um, First word, whatever comes top of mind, top of heart, when you hear it, love. Warmth. That's what comes to mind when you said love. Love is warmth. Love is, love is what heals the world. Yeah. Love is everything. And there needs to be more love. Truly. Fear. Mm -hmm. Limitation. Fear is limitation. Fear is us believing what is falsely being told to us instead of standing in what is truth. Beautiful. Challenge. Opportunity. (laughs) My girl. Opportunity. Challenge is what's going to build resiliency. Challenge is grit. Challenge is awesome. Curiosity. Growth. Curiosity ignites the mind for innovation. Curiosity is the thing that lets us be childlike again. Curiosity is the thing that opens up our hearts to be open again and see what can be and keep us in a growth mindset rather than a lack one. So curiosity is an open door. Mm, I love that. Courage. Courage is bravery. Courage is a calling. Courage Mm. is embracing exactly what you're scared about and stepping into it anyways. And courage is a choice. Courage is something you have to choose to be and work on every day. I want to be courageous. I'm going to step into my courage and my bravery. Make the choice. You need to make a post that that courage is a calling is really gnarly. That's so good. (laughs) You heard it here first. Okay. Two more. And one is it's hilarious. Cause it's like, we dived into this so much, but these are all the words I love asking my guests. Uh, resilience. Resilience. <laughs> this whole episode. Yeah. Resilience. Resilience is life. <laughs> resilience is my masterclass. No. Um, but truly resilience is one of the greatest things that you could start to work on and build because resilience is going to develop the muscle that you need and the grit that you need to bounce back faster. It's not to avoid obstacles, but it's just how you bounce back faster. Beautiful. Last word. One of my favorites is excellence. Oh, excellence is a standard that we should just show up wanting to be stepping into excellence because you are 
the making of your 30 for 30. You are the story. You are the, when it's your hundredth birthday and we're toasting to you, you wrote the story by the choices you made. So in this, you get a choice right now and you could step into your authenticity about this and the realness of you, but yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, I want to say that I feel like you are absolute excellence. You are, you know, as real as it gets, you're beautiful. Your vulnerability comes through with your strength. You know, it's just, it's so, it's really powerful to experience you. I'm very, very grateful to be connected. I so appreciate every minute of this conversation thank and, you. um, yeah, no, thank you. And, um, but I accept, thank you. <laughs> accept. That's also so important. And shout right? out to Carrie Wells Jennings for connecting uh, my best girl. I mean, she just yeah. knows. She was like, yeah. you too. I was like, you know, when we first connected, I was like, Carrie, the earth is going to shake when we speak. And she's, I mean, she's, she's everything. She's family. Um, one thing that I do want to put out, and this will be in the show notes is I know you do have a masterclass, raise yes. the bar. And you were so kind and generous to give our listeners and viewers a discount. And that will be in the, um, in the show notes as well. So, um, that's one thing, if you want to say a word on that. And then I also know that you, you just, you, you started a show, right? I would love My, for you to I, yesterday. Yeah. 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 I, where are we? <laughs> I, exactly. So people, anyone could go to coachstar.com and you could find the masterclass on there. And then you can use the discount that's shared so that for your listeners. And then also you could follow along on social uh, at the Coach Dar. And on Instagram, mostly you could find it on LinkedIn, Darlene Santor or on Twitter. But it's the Coach Dar. There must have been some other Coach Dar. I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in that, you'll see snippets that will lead up to this new platform that Mark Cuban and Fallon Fatima have started. It's called Fireside Chat, and they've asked me to start a show on it. And it's a way to take almost storytellers and people and creators together and kind of like the Netflix of all of this. And so there's from um, there's comedians, there's authors, there's speakers, there's wellness. There's so many topics that they're building out. And every day I have a it's called Awakening Greatness is my show. And there'll be a daily dose of DAR. So at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday, I give quick dose of DAR. So it's like five, less than 10 minutes. And it's little nuggets that ignite your soul and your spirit so that you can go on for the day to really step into your calling and step into your purpose with confidence. And then weekly, starting in October, we're going to have a show all under Awakening Greatness. But this will be the weekly show. And I'll have some special guests on. And we'll be talking about things, all that help you step into your greatness. So firesidechat.com backslash Darlene Santor, and that's D-A-R-L-E-E-N, and then S-A-N-T-O-R-E. But that's where you could find my handle, which will make you download the app. And you'll have to ask a couple questions because answer a couple questions. That's only to keep out like bots and trolls and things to make sure people are real getting on this platform. So there's no, there's no hate or meanness that comes on it. Uh, but So yeah. good. So come like join. I said, you are barely scratching the surface. So thank you for sharing all that. Again, all of it will be in the show notes, okay. correct spelling. And okay. again, thank you so, so much for you truly, like all this time and especially you, you, Roxy. Yes. to be continued. <laughs> thanks for your energy and thanks for your heart. And thanks for even allowing me to take time with you today and just sharing in a special time. So My I honor and pleasure. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.